Hello, I'm Katja Glott and I am a non-resident fellow at Center for European Policy Analysis in Washington and I am also a political risk analyst and consultant specializing in former Soviet Union countries, particularly in Belarus. Hello, and my name is Elena Kutsko. I'm director at the Globsec Policy Institute in Bratislava. We're going to chat with Katya about the situation in Belarus and what's next for the country. In the past two weeks, Belarusians captivated the world and themselves with the unprecedented level of political and social mobilization. But the key question for many is what is next and whether these protests are going to bring about any change? Katya, what's your take on that? Uh, yes, that's a very pertinent question, of course. Um, I think that so far we have achieved quite a lot. Uh, we have indeed, as you Alena said, unprecedented, we have seen unprecedented level of popular mobilization. Um, we have seen uh, people on the streets in numbers uh, that perhaps we can only compare to the early 90s. Uh, we have seen people on the streets across the demographic. We have seen people across the various classes. We have obviously people across the different age groups. And I think that's really something that we should um, value and should, should um, appreciate. Um, as far as uh, what's going to happen uh, is concerned, it's really uh, hard to say because there was this euphoria in the beginning and now I think we are a little bit more on the pessimistic side because the uh, protests seem to be burning out slightly and particularly the national strike um, is not really working. Um, what, what do you think? What's, what's your view on the recent developments, Alona? I totally agree with you that that was something that we haven't seen before. And for me, what was crucial is that probably, at least definitely for the first time in my life, the Belarusian society realized that it is very powerful, that it can be self-reliant, that it does not, not, does not have to depend on anybody else, be it the government or uh, some other special forces and powers, but it can sort out many issues by itself and through coordination with itself. We also learned that we are very defiant and that we can stand up to authority, especially the authority that we do not want. And for me, it is really interesting how the government is going to deal with this system. Society. Because what we also see is that the public, the general public, the majority of the population has left the government far behind in terms of its vision for the future, but also in terms how this future can be achieved in political and economic terms. So this discrepancy between how the public feels and what it wants and what the government can provide uh, is for me going to be crucial about what's next. Yes, yeah, I fully agree with you, Alona. I think um, we are definitely seeing a society in Belarus that has outgrown its um, its own government and definitely its um, president or former president, whatever we should call him. And I also think that you're absolutely right when you speak about the civil society that we have seen um, rising, these horizontal connections that have been built uh, within people. And I think they will be crucial 
potential for the protests to um, uh, retain it, their momentum, that people will be trying to self-organize more. Perhaps we won't be seeing the protest on a massive scale as we have seen um, over the past uh, two weeks. But I think there will be more um, confined, more creative, smaller protests that people will be organizing because of this newly found solidarity. Right. And there is one more important dimension where I think Belarusian society is catching up with the world and not necessarily in the most positive uh, sense of it is this uh, a little bit of postmodernistic perception of reality. We already see over the past few days how the government, uh, arguably, or what people say with the help of some external advisors, is manufacturing an alternative reality, which is very different from what most of the people observe on the ground. And this uh, development into two parallel realities and potential polarization of society that we haven't seen in Belarus before to such degree will also define the future in terms of whether actually this society will still be able to talk to each other or we're going to move in this direction in which many Western countries but also many others are moving and having the very polarized society with the groups that live in parallel realities and that do not necessarily talk to each other very well. Yes, you're right. Well, my hope is, although we obviously don't know the exact figures because there is no independent sociology in Belarus, but I do hope that, you know, this society that really believes in this alternative reality created by the government, it's a very small part of our Belarusian society, let it be 10, 15 or 20 percent, and that the, the Belarus as a country will not be really split into two or three parts as we have seen in some other countries so i think we should we should hope that it will remain positive and uh, homogeneous either as it has been up till now i'm glad that we're finishing on the positive note here